back with another episode of the 132 Beast Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we doing tonight? Marlo, Marlo we are doing pretty good. A little tired, but uh, part of that reason is because I've had to stay up later to watch some sports that were on in the evening on my television slash computer. And it has been great. It has been great to feel uh, feelings I haven't felt in months. Um, frustrations, joy, emotions about something I have literally no control over. That uh, it's now is now is now back in my life. So that is good, and uh, that's how I'm doing, Marlo. How how about you? I am doing well. I feel the same. Trying to stay up and watch watch sports. Um, it it is. A little funny to me, and we'll talk about it a little bit. I don't have many dogs in the race right now. Uh, but being, yeah, well, no, there's a couple. I should say that. I, I mainly talk <laughs> about NBA. Uh, but I, during the, during the opening night, just trying to stay up uh, to watch to watch L.A. and L.A., um, knowing I had to get up early, but trying to fight fight through it. Yeah. Not to get it. But, yeah, but it was good. It has been good. It has been a good week. Uh, we're going to dive into, you know, what that kind of means for our fandom and experiences in a little bit, yeah. But yeah, sports are back. Yeah, so they're back, yeah, but they're they're different. They're different than we we normally uh, have experienced them in the past. So I I, I thought or I, this was your idea. So I don't want to say I thought, but <laughs> try and we steal thought, it. We collectively, we thought, yeah. We well, you suggested it, and I said, yeah, that sounds good. So we together <laughs> came up with this idea. Yeah, um, to talk just what's different kind of how we're experiencing a little bit differently and who's kind of doing it the best because we have NBA NHL came back this week MLB came back a little bit sooner but it's still kind of fresh and new uh so let's talk about how they all kind of came back and let's start with I'm going to kind of score this Marlo I got my little scoring okay. pad here oh score by that I mean I'm, I'm gathering a piece of paper and a pen to to uh have have uh, as a scoring card and come up with a scoring system on the fly because I didn't think of this until just now um, <laughs> and see who's doing the best job at coming back and entertaining us uh, with their sports. So let's talk first about presentation. Uh, I guess baseball we already talked about mostly, right, uh, in, in yeah. a couple episodes. Uh, right. Cardboard Everyone cutouts. It's yep. You see a lot of – well, some of them have cardboard cutouts. Some of them is just empty stands, and you see a lot of it because it's baseball. There's a lot of – you know, looking at the pitcher, looking at the batter, looking at the person warming up, that sort of stuff where you just see those seats in the background a lot and kind of kind of cast your eye to that a little bit more. So I don't want to dive too much into baseball. We can maybe compare or contrast later. But let's talk NBA, Marlo. What's jumping out to you about the TV presentation, good and bad, with the NBA? Yeah, um, I, I guess on the TV side of things, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the fake crowd, that was a surprise. I, the the zoom the zoom fans uh, I, I'd see what they were trying to do there it uh, no still try I'm still trying I mean the first game on Thursday uh, took me for a surprise and I it took me like I don't know I might have missed the presentation where they talked about it but it took me a good while to realize those were actual people um, sitting there watching the game and I think later I saw actually Chris Bosch stopped into the LA and LA game um, as, yeah as a zoom participant. Um. Yeah, but besides that, I, th- I and if it correct me, did you watch both games on Thursday? Thursday I night? I caught the the um Laker uh the Los Angeles game. Okay, so I swear, and then so you, I swear for the game before that with the uh, Pelicans and Utah. 
which, yeah. by the way, uh, Agent Zero of this whole thing just went off because he felt like he had something to prove in uh, Colbert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I swear they had so much, like, artificial crowd noise on the TV cast, and then the L.A. and L.A. game, they did not have much, if any at all. Hmm. And I feel like they... Because the NBA has known to do things on the fly. Like, they had that first game, they looked at Twitter and were like, yeah, we're just going to turn it off. And then um, it was Reggie Miller and... Who was Reggie? It was Reggie Miller, but he made a lot of comments about how weird it was and silent it was. So they were openly talking about it, and I felt like you could... you. You didn't have as much of that artificial noise in that second telecast. Okay, yeah, it didn't. It didn't stand out to me. It's been relatively muted, at least on kind of the games I've been watching, the Bucks games and stuff like that. Although I'm watching probably on the Bucks station Never. as opposed to like ESPN, yeah. um, so maybe maybe that's a little bit different. Uh, th- the noise just needs to be enough, and this is what I've experienced in kind of listening to different MLB games. It just needs to be enough so that it's there, but it yep. doesn't jump out. Because in a normal game, it doesn't really jump out at you, the crowd noise. I mean, it can in tense situations, but even when they're doing, you know, chants and things, a lot of times the NBA games, when you're watching on TV, you know, they're, the music is playing or it's just kind of like general background noise. And as long as it's that kind of background level in a baseball, the kind of like chatter and the hum of the crowd that you hear, just a little yep. bit, I think... And they're, I think they're kind of figuring that out uh, yeah. as they go. So it was, hasn't been a huge distraction for me in, in NBA games. Uh, yeah. Commenting on the screens, though, I yeah. also did not... I might have heard that they were going to do screens or incorporate the fans in some way, uh, but I, it's been, I thought it was really good how they did it. And it's like when like Giannis is shooting a free throw, like they pan to the side and you see him with the background of all these screens and it looks really cool. It looks like kind of general fan movement and noise and stuff in the background, although it is obviously electronic and it's not, it's not the same, but it feels closer to the same than cardboard cutouts or, you know, in the NHL, just nothing really, but you don't get those side shots, I guess so much in the NHL. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the screens. I thought it was really cool, really cool, neat way to incorporate the fans. In the Celtics games today, there were so many like pre-recorded like fans yelling at the camera, which I thought <laughs> like they're in a parking lot outside the stadium and they're like, you know, somebody does a backflip and then somebody's like yelling at the camera. I'm like, that would have yeah. to be so weird to film. It's like, all right, yeah, hold on your phone. I'm going to yell at you about the Celtics for a second uh, and, and send that in. So it's a neat way to incorporate the fans, and I think it looks pretty good on the television. Yeah, I think the I mean the overall presentation is pretty good. Uh, one of the things that's taken me it took me a minute to get used to is that you know obviously in the regular game the fans are kind of on top of the court and then especially in the baselines you usually have like the media and everyone the fans on top of the court so there's a lot it seems like a lot of open space on the sidelines and the baseline. Yeah. Um, that has been I don't know why it bothered me so much in the beginning, but it took some minute used to getting used to. Yeah, it's like watching like a Vanderbilt game or something. It's like yes, their court's just weirdly sized, and like people aren't where you would expect them to be. Uh, it just takes a little getting. I don't know if I've ever gotten used to a Vanderbilt game, but it you know <laughs> takes a little bit getting used to it. like a like a tournament game that's a, a, and the um, coach is sitting on a stool and the bench is behind yeah. it, and it just it just yeah. looks a little off. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree that the it it was a little off putting at first, but uh, again, I, again, I kind of I've kind of gotten used to it, and it's not as it's not as weird as it once was. It was neat to see the home kind of team decorations on the court and like they kind of style it, and then their fans are the ones in the background uh, to yeah. add a little bit of a quote unquote home court to it. Um, yeah. Although I'm not sure how much of that matters whatsoever, <laughs> as opposed yeah. to actual crowd noise and actual chants and things. So are you are you going to be able to get to a Bucks game then? You know, I got to start my recordings, um, so maybe you can help me uh, record me screaming at, at my computer, and then we can <laughs> we can we submit that. submit that in. Um, no, I doubt I doubt that I will be uh, selected. Although I think, you know, in a close game, mm-hmm. I'd be a pretty good like look at this agonizing fan uh, <laughs> sweating <laughs> this one out. I think I you know I would could wear that cap pretty well. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think I could hit the levels of kind of excitement and you, you know whatever on on the highs that I think they're that they're looking for. So it might not be might not be me uh, out there. But I guess we can try. Oh, we can try together. Um, you mentioned that there were less seats, um, or there was no seats, I guess. But there that also has allowed for some additional camera angles and mics. Have you picked up on that at all, Marlo? And do you find them? Useful, interesting, or disorienting? Um, no, I, I like the I like some of the camera angles. So, for some reason, um, you know, because I'm a cord cutting millennial, I <laughs> stream in ESPN through an app on my TV. Ah. And for some reason, I can't. I haven't been able to get like the actual ESPN broadcast, but okay. I can get like the alternate like like stations where you can watch and it's the alternate camera angle. So they have the sideline one. Yeah, and the view above the backboard, which is terrible. So I've watched a whole, like pretty much a whole game on the sideline, which isn't bad, not terrible. Like mm. it makes yeah. you feel like you're kind of there because um, yeah. you're at that angle where, where a fan would be. Um, so I assume that's one of the new angles they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, so I can say I'm very versed in that one. Like it. Um, the the mics. Uh, as a former basketball player, I got I like. Hearing the the little things of uh, calling out screens or saying short 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 short, yeah, uh, and, and rebounding like little things like that you, that are getting picked up um, more so than artificial crowd noise. I don't know, it just makes me feel like part of the game even more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I like being able to hear the players a little bit more, and it's always just funny where you hear the, the player noise, and then all of a sudden you can tell that it's cut out for like yes. five seconds, and you're like, somebody said something. <laughs> Yeah. Don't know what it is, but I always think that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, the the side angle is good as long as it's like stationary. But the second it starts to move, I, I just get disoriented very quickly. And like <laughs> if they if they ever pan it from like one, and they've done this a couple times, but they're usually pretty good about it. But they'll if they pan it from one side of the court to the other, and they stick with that camera, it's so disoriented for me. Um, for whatever reason, I'm, maybe other people are just fine with that, but I just. I don't know why it really messes with my my vision as I'm uh, watching the game. That, that really bothers me. But it's interesting. It's just like this is where like the rich people sit, and this is what yeah. it looks like if you were a rich person sitting down here, <laughs> which is which is kind of funny. Um, all right, last thing I have on NBA Marlowe, and, and then you can uh, bring up something if you would like that I haven't yeah. uh, noted here. Uh, so they have you know the social uh, justice social. Um, causes names on the back of a lot of players jerseys and i am learning that i don't i can't pick out by face a lot of the players i thought i would be able to by face on, on some of these teams like i was watching the thunder play and it's like okay i, I know that's chris paul 
but a lot, and you know, Adams, like those guys jump yeah. out to me. I know them that I don't need to read the back, but some of the other players, I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. They put the name on the screen. I'm a little bit surprised by uh, maybe my inability to to do that. Um, and that was just something funny I thought of. Yeah, I've, I've, I can definitely concur on that. And I, it doesn't help that some of these these guys are like more either more tan than they should be, or are like you know their hair isn't done or like you're used to. Yeah, the, yeah, the we haven't seen them in a hundred something them. days, and that might yeah. be a completely different look. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the name on the back. Because you look for the name on the back. Oh crap! Everyone has the same name on the back. Yeah. Um. So what are what are you gonna do? But I I can I can agree with that. What was I watching? I forget. I, I don't have as good stories you do, but um, I've had those those same experiences. Yeah. It's and it's not you know I obviously recognize like the name players, but it's like those kind of bench guys or you know the the fifth guy on Portland. It's like God, I don't really remember his name, and then I'd see the back of the jersey normally and be like, oh, you know, that's right. That's you know. Baysmore. Yeah. I don't even know if he's still in Portland anymore. But now it's like, who, who is that? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of funny and kind of humbling, I guess. Is and not, maybe I'm not as much an NBA fan as I thought. Um, so NBA, I think all in all, is a, a pretty good presentation um, overall. Uh, NHL, Marlo, we watched a couple NHL games now. Yeah. Um, I guess generally the seats are covered. They don't have any kind of fake fan involvement at all nope. um like we not even to like an mlb level um the intensity seems there and in the nba too the even though yeah you can tell the players aren't fully in basketball shape it feels like the intensity is there it doesn't feel like they're missing the crowd they're fully capable of bringing the intensity in nhl i think even more so that said mm. i watched some pretty close games um so in one overtime game, so that's always going to be intense. So maybe that is skewed. Um, yeah. But NHL, just watching it, like my viewing experience of the NHL was the most similar to what my viewing experience would be normally. Yeah, I think uh, that's part to the way it's it, it translates from TV. You're kind of following the puck around or uh, mm-hmm. The cameras following the puck around. It's always on the ice for the most part. It's rarely do you see the stands, even even when they're full. Um, you speak to the intensity. They, they're flying around real fast. Hockey's one of those games you can't go half-ass or you can get your ass kicked, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they head on the swivel at all times. So, And they're hockey guys. Come on. It's hockey. You pl- roll a puck in the middle of the pond, they're going to go for it. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I can um, – I was – I tuned on hockey. It was Saturday, and it's uh, probably when I texted you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, because the Blackhawks are playing, and, and I was like, oh, well, one, I didn't even know they had started, to be honest with you. And then two, <laughs> when I saw the Blackhawks were playing, I was like, I got it. I was like, yeah, it looked like they just jumped right in. Um, nothing, like nothing had ever stopped. Intensity was there. They were going back and forth. They were close games. I'm not enough of a hockey aficionado to know if it was sloppy play or not. But it was it was entertaining and um, it you know felt like full tilt sports. Yeah, and there were goals in that game. Yeah, in the Blackhawks game, there was like six yeah. four. I think the final was so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Uh, I again because the NHL didn't do too much right to change. I, I don't think there's much more uh, yeah. to to talk about there. Uh, it felt the most normal, which is I think a, overall a good thing. Um, because they didn't have to change too much um, yeah. uh, for it. So, all right. So, TV presentation, Marlo. Let's rank them. Uh, one 
two, three for my scoring. My scoring here. Okay. Actually, actually, I have to change my scoring here. Okay. Uh oh. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who has the best presentation? Is what do you got? Who? Who? I, I'm going to say NBA. I. I'm going to say NBA. All right. Um, second best. We gotta go quick. Okay. Sorry. A- quick NHL. scoring run. NHL. NHL. I. I will say NHL too. And we have baseball in a sorry last place. Sorry. Baseball. Yeah. Um. Also, I don't know, just a random ranking of them before this probably would have been the same. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> format. It's the first so the time ca- I've been rushed by Casey, by the way. That was... that was. I know. I wanted to do a quick scoring <laughs> round. Because uh, I think uh, I would have just... Re- sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, Marlo. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. It just took me for a second. Uh, All right. <laughs> we can move on. All right. Moving on. Next section. Format. Uh, so this is, I guess, the format of... The competition, the tournament, or, or or whatever. Again, we talked about baseball. They're doing a sixty-game season, uh, yeah. which is going to be weird now for some teams, which we'll talk about under the next section protocols. Um, so let's go NBA. So baseball, I guess, has a normal right. They have the norm normal in a sense, right? They're doing a regular season and then they're doing an expanded playoff. So I guess maybe we can talk about that. NBA is doing these playing games and then a normal playoff. NHL yep. is doing playing games and then an insane playoff format with 24 teams. Uh, yeah. NBA is essentially just doing the playoffs, right? There's good. Right. These playing games don't really do anything. Like it may, it doesn't seem like it's going to change seating too much. Yep. Uh, maybe in the middle ish range, but the one seeds, the two seeds seem like they're relatively in control. The teams that are going to be playing teams, or excuse me, like. Eight seeds seem like they're going to be the teams that would have been eight or nine seeds anyway. It seems the most normal. Um, yeah, I, 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 these games that we're playing right now are just lip service for the television, right? The television money. Um, the real it, meat of what what this restart is about is getting to the playoffs, is, yeah. is getting those playoffs going and, and crowning a champion. Um, so to that. It is, yeah. It just seems normal, like this. These games that mean something, but don't really are kind of that, t- or just a t- or just tune up almost preseason games to that that playoff run. Yeah, I think the only which again, the NBA was what seventy eighty percent through their season, so that makes yeah. sense. I yep. guess the only thing I would say was <clears throat> negative here because they just stuck with the same thing is mm-hmm. maybe they missed a chance to be creative and do something right, different. In the playoffs. Yeah, but I think they wanted the NBA which, wanted to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah, which, which is, is kind of funny. It's kind of funny because we kept hearing throughout this, this season before that Silver was like had all these crazy ideas to implement with like yeah. the the mid season tournaments and and stuff of that nature. So you thought maybe he'd it, something would be more creative, but no, they just went yeah went down the line with a little little playing game. NHL, we uh, yep. mentioned. Insane playoff format. It's a 24 team. I read the rules. I still don't yeah. fully understand it. But in a in a sport where it has the most, even though it's a seven game series, which is usually uh, the best team wins, um, unlike you know one game uh, playoffs, uh, it's the most wild and unpredictable playoffs. I think uh, year in and year out, and it, it's only going to be more crazy uh, and. I am here for that craziness. Yeah, I'm all about it. So you try to run it down. So it's 24 teams. 
yeah. that have a chance. The f- eight is it eight eight teams are already guaranteed a playoff spot, and then the rest of them are playing a five game series <laughs> to get into that playoff tournament to play for the Stanley Cup. Um, but then there's also these other like. If you don't make it, then you can't. You're, you're part of the draft. It's, it's weird, but for the play, <laughs> for the playoff purposes, it's pretty cool. They're kicking it off with a five game series. Um, yeah. Like you said, it's just going to be. It, there's. It's just going to be insane. Um, and I, th- I think that the why I like the insane or the unpredictability of hockey, and why I'm excited that this will add even more unpredictability, is probably because we're not the biggest hockey aficionados, and yeah you know, get sucked into the hot goalie or get sucked into the hot team. And, you know, we have some allegiances, right? Like, obviously, you're a Blackhawks fan, but if the Blackhawks aren't in it, it feel pretty – I don't want to speak for you, but you might feel pretty comfortable just going with another team and watching some hockey, uh, oh, more yeah. so than you might in some of the other sports. Uh, and that's right. – so I think we're with that in mind, uh, uh, as that's where we're coming, at least I'm coming from, because uh, I have even less of an affiliation to any other other team. By the way, the team I root for isn't even invited to the 2014 playoffs. So, <laughs> oh right, um, already free agent. Um, it's uh, I I just think it'll be crazy and fun, and we'll get wrapped up in kind of series by series storylines that will be that will be pretty entertaining because that always happens in playoffs, and now it just seems like there's going to be more opportunities for those things and storylines and what have you to pop up. So. Yeah, I, yeah. We'll It'll talk, be we'll talk about. Yeah, I I don't even know if we explained the format correctly. All right, uh, baseball. No, we didn't. <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> well, it's fine. No, it's fine. You don't have to because it's too hard. It's too impossible it's, yeah. to explain it for. Just need to know that they're starting off with a five game series, and there's other teams that have guaranteed. other teams going to get in. They'll be they'll get yeah. buys. It'll be great. Um, yeah, and crazy and God, if the so what? There's 24 teams. If a, 12th seeded team wins it's gonna be absolutely yeah the crazy. blackhawks were the last team to get in they are they won their first game this is gonna be awesome <laughs> if they make this run it's gonna be awesome yeah yeah it's just a cool chance to get you know teams that probably weren't in the in the playoffs a chance to to make the run um as long as they weren't as bad as some of the other teams all right um <laughs> and mlb 60 game season i think it's gonna be a challenge uh to get 60 games because there are teams getting canceled uh with games being canceled, they're going to have to squeeze these in. And then they're doing an expanded playoffs, which we talked about before, uh, yeah. which I don't like because I guess unlike in the NHL, I'm a little bit more of a baseball purist than I am NHL purist. Although, increases chances Brewers get in the playoffs. So yeah. mm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. And um, But again, with baseball, I kind of want the better team to win. Anyway. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to argue with myself here. People probably don't want to hear that happen. Uh, anything else right. on baseball format? Well, I know we've talked about that. Yeah, we were, yeah we talked about it. Go listen to the episode 118. There you go. about it. Um, yeah, are we going to? All right, we're going to do our yeah. point system for this yeah. format. This is yeah. the format. Who, whose format do you like the best? I I gotta say I like NHLs the best. God. We just gotta stop agreeing. I'm gonna pick NHL. All right, ah. second best. Second best. <laughs> second best. I'll do it. MLB because they're actually gonna run a a season. Uh, yeah, of some sort, and then into okay. the playoff. Okay. 
I'll say NBA because it will. It's the most normal, and that you know feels nice to me as somebody who who doesn't like change. Um, all right, so that you have NBA in third because uh, it's boring. Yep. And I have. Wait, did I write this down wrong? Yep. Okay. No, I got it. And I have NBA in third. No, I wrote this wrong. You have NBA in third. I have MLB in third. All right. Cool. Um, did I write that down wrong? No, we're good. Okay, sure. good stuff. Just wait till I have to add this Scorecard. up. That's gonna that's yep. gonna be great podcast when I have to add this stuff. <laughs> live. All right, and last is protocols, Marlo, and this it. is this is um, maybe the trickiest thing to talk about for us. But um, protocols, what they're what these leagues are doing to ensure that their players are safe and to ensure that these games can happen. Yeah, there's a pretty clear third place. I think. <laughs> <laughs> as games are being canceled and MLB is uh, having players test positive so far. I think they've had players test positive uh, for the Cardinals. I know that because they're supposed to play the Brewers this weekend. Uh, the Marlins, they were the first team, and they played the Phillies, and the Phillies have had a couple players test positive. Um, I think that's the list right now, um, but I, I, I could be missing uh, yeah. some that have happened, but that's my understanding of the list right now. So clear last place by MLB. I do want to give them a little, not credit. Credit's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, he's going to try to defend it. I'm not going to defend it. I'm going to say they have a harder task because they're trying to play a full season. They can't do a bubble. Like, they can't just have everybody go to Phoenix and play out a season because every team has to play 60 games, whereas NBA and NHL just have to do a kind of preseason, pre-postseason scrimmages and then their playoffs that can be done in bubbles so MLB's job was a lot harder but clearly I don't know so the owners have kind of pointed the finger at the players and said you guys didn't follow the protocols follow the protocols or we're not going to have a season I think the owners still don't want to have baseball because the owners hate baseball so they, <laughs> the I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of the owners would be more than happy to just fold you know fold up the tent and end the season, which is possibly frustrating. Um, so I will give the MLB a little bit of break because I think they had a harder challenge. That said, they're the one with players testing positive and risking jeopardizing the season. Yeah, I, I mean I think MLB is in real time showing that bubbles work. Um, and like you said, it would be hard and impossible for MLB to do it. But I, th- I just thought I thought it was wild. Like we couldn't even make it through one series without like a, you know, them. Right. I don't know if they considered it, but you know, just seeing headlines of considerations of canceling the season. Um, so yeah, it has been wild. I think the when the when the NBA first talked about doing a bubble. I laughed and I was like, there's no way this is going to work. This is stupid. They're not going to keep grown men inside one place, grown millionaire men <laughs> inside one place uh, for you know extended period of time until they play basketball. But somehow they pulled it off. NHL is pulling it off. Um, living inside of a you know bubble. I mean, Disney World is pretty big, but it's still living inside one place. NHL has two bubbles, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I don't looking into the rules and the formats. I don't know how they come together, but at some point they will. And 
it's been a, it's been a wild um, experiment. Obviously, it's still going, but it seems in the early going that the bubble is the way to go. Yeah, uh, I think again, if the MLB could have done, it, I think they they would have. Um, and there was, yeah, I don't know, I don't understand because I know they were, there was initial talk of them doing like, well, just do it at all like the spring training facilities, but then those aren't good enough facilities, which I don't understand uh, make why the, why that couldn't have worked <clears throat> for this for this season. Um, I guess I don't know how to parse between NBA and NHL because to me it seems like they're doing similar to the same things. I've just been following the NBA a little bit closer because we've seen NBA players test positive um, outside of the bubble, right? Um, a couple of the Bucks players have tested positive outside of the bubble. They've quarantined and then been allowed to enter the bubble. So I, I it feels like there's a little bit more protocol. Uh, again, I don't know that I should give the NBA credit for their players testing positive, whereas I haven't heard of NHL players testing positive outside of the bubble. But it seems like that just shows that the NBA has kind of a plan for what to do in that case. So I'm going to yeah. give a tie, Marlo, to NBA oh. NHL just because they were able to pull off the bubble scenario. There you go. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any way to go, just mainly because I don't. There's there's a there's basically bubble versus non bubble, <laughs> and I'm going to go with bubble. All right, with bubble. So the bubbles win. Uh, one, two, three, four. Who coined that? First of all, the bubble. Living in a bubble. Living in a bubble. Say. Bubble boy from yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Marlo. Uh, I added it up. Okay. Well, uh, that just was a now. Good segment. This is a segment. And Casey adds. Nobody. Hopefully, nobody goes back and listens and counts it because <laughs> mercy on your soul if you uh, care that much about it. Um, the NHL, Marlo, surprisingly has won. Whoa! With, with with eight points, um, I think their insane playoff format has has won it. And um, yeah, and your hatred for the NBA format uh, did him in. <laughs> NBA had nine <laughs> points. MLB a distant third place with seventeen points. So there we go. There that it is. was that was our uh, sports are back. Who's doing a good job? Uh, <laughs> contest so good job go. congratulations congratulations your um, uh, your check is in the mail the trophy yeah. will be following soon yeah there you go fantastic all right well let's talk about our teams now marlo all right um, let's get to it some of them are uh winning and uh well none of these are probably getting trophies. well bucks might get trophies all right so let's start with the brewers uh i guess the disappointing thing about the brewers is they had their weekend series with the Cardinals canceled because some of the Cardinals players tested positive. I think even more did over the weekend than was initially first reported. Uh, so the Brewers have only played two series. Uh, all healthy teams have played three. Uh, the Brewers are sitting at 500. They went one and two against the Cubs, two and one against the Pirates. Um, which I guess now I'm just going thinking if they can just be 500 and get to the playoffs, I'll take that as a win. Uh, so... And I think 500 is going to get to the playoffs uh, for them Um, or in baseball, I think, this year with the the expanded rules. A couple of things that are concerning uh, came out over the weekend that uh, Lorenzo Cain has opted out of the season with for safety reasons with teams testing positive uh, or excuse me, players on other teams testing positive. Um, 
while I fully understand and respect his um, decision to do that and his ability to do that, uh, it is disappointing. <laughs> and I would much I would much rather have a Brewers team with Lorenzo Cain than a Brewers team without Lorenzo Cain because he is the coolest and most fun player on the Brewers to watch. Uh, so we will be missing a little bit of our our swagger, that is for sure, uh, on the field with Lorenzo Cain. And Kristen Yelich continues to struggle. He had the one home run on the second day of the season. Other than that, I think he is hitless. It's been brutal to watch. He has just not seen the ball. And after two years in which we have just watched Kristen Yelich be one of the two or three best players in baseball, um, it's very strange to just watch him just be absolutely lost at the plate. Uh, hopefully, he'll turn around. Hopefully, he'll get it figured out. Uh, I don't. I just every at bat, I feel like this is going to be the one, and it hasn't been the one, Marlo. Um, <laughs> one thing going for the Brewers and the White Sox, though, Marlo, uh, which I guess we I could have brought up when we talked mm-hmm. about uh, kind of playoff formatting, is they're playing in kind of the 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 uh, Midwest pod or the Midwest cluster or whatever. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is beneficial, I think, for the most part, because the Royals, uh, the uh, Tigers, and there's one other bad team, and the Pirates. Uh, although the Brewers did lose one game, the Pirates needed actually needs to beat them in another one. Uh, are three of the worst teams in baseball projected to be three of the worst teams in baseball? So the Brewers and White Sox get a few more games against those teams than they uh, in the shortened season than they comparative to what they the percentage wise would be in a normal season so i think that's beneficial to both of our teams uh as they um make runs for a a short playoff uh playoff push um so that's all i got on the brewers marlo so with that i'll kick it over to you to talk through your white Sox. white Sox, don't look now casey in the week on a four game winning streak and are above 500 wow it looked oh. bad. It did look at bad. the start. <laughs> it looked, real but the bad. twins. The twins might be really good. Twins, yeah, the might twins. be really good. Twins might be good. Um, yeah, I mean, even at the twins, started off with the uh, went two and one uh, against Cleveland, but then came back with wrapped it around with a sweep against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, the bats, the offense was popping against the Royals. Maybe the Royals are bad. Don't care. Like you said, we're gonna get to play that pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, get to play that pod pretty, pretty good amount here. So, you know, like I was saying, like I was saying last week, I, I talked myself into, hey, maybe they can just get hot, you know, at the right time. And these are one of those things. Like I think you we again talked about last week. This is Evan flows. Sports are back, but the the game the, in baseball, the games are weighted more. Um, so the Evan yeah. flow is even greater back and forth oh. uh, emotionally. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. When every time they when a win just for me still feels like a normal win, but a loss, I'm like, this is like a series loss. This is just like <laughs> if we got swept, and it's it's so uh, so stressful uh, for me. So maybe it was good the Brewers took a weekend off so I can continue to try and yeah recalibrate uh, recalibrate my at least win side of that. So um, yeah. It's it's weird, but uh, baseball baseball's back. Uh, yeah, and it was and, weird. Um, it was weird with the Brewers not playing because it was back, right? <laughs> yes. And then yep, it was yep. immediately taken away from me, uh, which was which was really strange. I too, you know, I watched some of the other games and stuff and kind of tuned in, but 
you know, a four-game series, three-game series against the Cardinals, which are supposed to be made up at some time in a season in which you're supposed to play 60 games in 66 days. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to now play, you know, whatever, 54 games in like 50 days or something. I mean, it's double headers and things. It's going to be very, very yeah. tough. Yeah, I heard there is talk of a seven-inning seven double headers to save pitchers. There's all kinds <sighs> of things being thrown around right now. Yeah. <sighs> Um, tough, tough. I don't know. I mean, that hurts the purest. It that will hurt hurt the purest. Let me tell you. I don't. I don't. Know. If the Brewers win those games, it's a great idea. If they lose them, it's a terrible idea, and uh, those games should be stricken from the record. So, yeah. it all depends on the outcome. Uh, all right, on to the Bucks. Probably beat the Celtics on well, Friday. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Well done. Oh, I'm on. sorry. Oh, we move on. Hold on. The Brewers are back in action tomorrow. Yeah. They're playing the White Sox. They are playing the White Sox. They got a four-game series coming up. Uh, yeah. The Brewers have, Brewers have a four-game series coming up. In Miller Park. Um, is it at Miller Park? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah, we got – I mean, this, is, this, is, this could be the season right here. <laughs> this, this is it. Yeah. This series could be the season. Whoever comes out of this one – I mean, unless they split – uh, but whoever comes out, you know, on the on the better side, could spring forward their season to a playoff run. Mm, the uh, Breeze one thirty two rivalry in full effect. Um, be watching this a little closer than uh, than otherwise. I'm just excited to have baseball back, Marlo. It was weird to yeah. weird to have it again. Like I said, taken away uh, shortly. I mean. I was fine, but like it just was like I got used to it, you know, it yeah. just being on as they baseball it, is. They take it away. I think I was grilling one night and I was like, baseball's on the radio. I was like, summer, this is it. We did it. <laughs> like July 29th. <laughs> it's finally summer. <laughs> so we finally made it. Um, all right. Uh, NBA quick on the Bucks. They beat the Celtics. It just felt good to. See the Bucks play again. Felt good to see them win. Uh, finish off a relatively close game, but they kind of pulled away at the end against the Celtics. Uh, fun to see Giannis on the court. He's really good at basketball. They're playing the Rockets now. I'm kind of stressing it out. They're now up by three uh, with about seven minutes left, so that's good. Obviously, the huge James Harden-Giannis rivalry in effect, uh, which is hilarious that that's a thing. Um that's it. That's it for the Bucks. Good to see him back. They're kind of working. Some of the players who, uh, Connaughton, uh, players who had COVID, uh, are getting worked back into the team. So hopefully they'll have a little bit of a deeper team here uh, going forward. I can't remember the other player right now, but it's fine. Um, yeah, Bucks are back. Feels good. Um, if they can pull off this Rockets win, I'll feel even even better about it. Uh, yeah, that's it for the Bucks, Marlo. Anything, any comments, questions, concerns about the Bucks? No, Giannis is good. Um, I don't, I don't. There's no concerns about the Bucks. The Lakers looked okay. Clippers looked pretty good. So, I think it's like yeah. it's all going to come to fruition. It's going to be. It's going to well, it be Bucks versus LA. It was weird. Um, so, obviously, I watched the uh, Lakers Clippers game uh, that we talked about earlier, and yeah. the Lakers looked really good. Yeah, and then I watched the the Lakers at least the second half of the Lakers Raptors game, and the Raptors won. So now it's like, oh shoot, do I have to worry about the 
the Raptors <laughs> now, or or should I look at this and go, well, maybe the Lakers aren't that good. And in reality, it probably means nothing in the long term. <laughs> but I was like, I like was doing this kind of debate in my head if that means I should be more worried about the Raptors. And to be honest, I probably should be more more worried about the Raptors than I am because I'm relatively unworried about them. Uh, I probably should be at least somewhat worried about them uh, to moderately worried. Um, I just find it weird that like they could pull it off without Kawhi with Kyle Lowry just being this like, you know, brown nose, get it done player. And that's going to, with Siakam's playing ability, and that's going to be enough. Like I, that's enough to win games, but that's going to win a playoff series. It's just not, I don't know. It's not going to happen. No, there's no way. It's one game. It seems weird. Um, but then I'm like, well, maybe it just means Lakers aren't that good, but uh, they'll be, they'll be just fine. But it was interesting. Just the the one game, right? Because I have so such little knowledge. I'm just like trying to pull things from that. All right. That's it for, uh, the book side of things. Um, how about our right, last team that we care about? That's in this. The yeah. Blackhawks, Marlo. Blackhawks. Blackhawks, they back. Uh, they had their first game of their five-game series with Edmonton Oilers. I'm uh, cooking for them. But, yeah, Blackhawks come out, score four goals in the first period. Pretty much done deal after that. Jonathan Taves, the captain, leads yeah. the way with two goals and an assist. Uh, they took one away. For, they took an empty netter away from uh, from Patrick Kane, which was bull. Um, but hey, yeah, just kidding. But hey, it was good. It was a good start. Six four, an all important first win in a in a five game series is clutch. Um, I don't know. It got me giddy. It got me watching hockey again, Casey. I don't know. I this is gonna be good. I just feel it. it's another cup. There's a cup coming. Cup coming. All right. Uh, best of luck there. Uh, I'll I'll figure out a team to root for in the next round because I need okay. a story. I need a story, Marlo. It might be the Blackhawks. Who knows? Yeah. Right, that's how our teams are doing. Anything else on uh, our teams or the leagues in which they compete? No, man. I think it was just a good uh, – this was uh, – this is the first – I mean, I'm trying to think back. It's the first time in a while like we've had so much to talk about on different – different avenues of sports and that yeah feels good it was really weird they said uh, i think it was in one of the opening night games so probably the lakers game uh or the los angeles game i should say uh they said that a normal a normal off season is 136 days and it had been 144 or something like that like huh. this break was longer than a normal off season so we like that just that because Time is weird right now. So, yeah. like, it, it, at the same time, absolutely feels like that. But in another sense, doesn't feel like that at all. That's longer yeah. than a normal off season. Uh, but it was just uh, so. I guess that just shows how long it's been. And obviously, we had to wait so long for baseball and hockey had a similar pause. Um, that it's just good to have some of this back. And like you said, good to have things to talk about. Different things to talk about. We're not, you know. Relying on just one sport or one thing that one documentary that yeah a documentary that <laughs> have, that happened um, yeah uh, that so yeah good to be back um, that said Marlo I failed in my corner kick duties um, oh I, I have to admit what's America gonna do I know they they listened this whole time and now they're just gonna be disappointed and turn it off I guess uh, no so the Premier League ended and I kind of was like ah. Uh, 
I'm kind of soccer wasn't on as much as as it was uh, before, and I honestly totally forgot that the FA Cup was um, this Saturday, so I missed most of it uh, because I was on a hike with my family. And how dare you? I know. I just <laughs> I it was poorly it was poorly timed, and I even suggested that. It, a hike in which it would take longer than it otherwise should have and if I would have ended up done that we would have been back in time to watch at least the second half whereas I only saw the last 10 minutes um, but it was in the FA Cup as you know Arsenal was Arsenal versus Chelsea um, <clears throat> so I would have wanted to tune in to see Christian Pulisic and he delivered with a uh, I think it was a fifth minute goal um, but then it all kind of fell apart for Chelsea and by the time I turned it on Chelsea was down two to one, and one of their players had been sent off with a second yellow. Uh, so I was I listened to the rest of it as I got ready to mow the lawn, and Arsenal won. So there you go, Arsenal is your FA champion, um, FA Cup champion, I should say. So it's a trophy. Is it meaningful? Up for debate. Um, so that's the <laughs> that's the, the corner kick. Um, I think this happens less, but Juventus won the. Uh, Italian league for the ninth time in a row. It was actually close for the first time in a long time, but it took them to the second to last week to win it. So congratulations, Juventus. Um, I think that's all the soccer stuff. Pusik's good. It's really fun to watch him. It sucks he's on Chelsea, but he's really, really fun. Um, That's it. Throw-ins, Marlo. So things to throw in. The FA Cup was my throw-in. I already already just talked about it. So I don't have any other... I don't have any other throw-ins. Um, Dang! Right now, a new segment, and we're already—you know—I'm already—we <laughs> already exhausted it. We're already—we already ruined it. Um, well, oh well, better, better next time. This happens when you have too good of a idea to begin with. That's right. That and a good idea that we had together. Right. Exactly. All right then. <laughs> Um, that is it. That's gonna do it. Um, as always, guys, find us on Twitter at one thirty two breeze. You can find myself at Marlo Jr. Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That is it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Well, as always, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>